Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. I am so excited because we have the absolutely fabulous Leia Golden back today. Welcome, Leia. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you for having me. And you're also the fabulous one for doing these amazing <laughs> podcasts with all these great homeopaths from all around the world. Oh, thank you so much. Well, we had Leia on at episode 23. And by the time this one, one goes on, it'll probably be about episode 130. So it was over 100 wow. episodes. Wow. And just for our listeners, Leia's episode number 23 was actually my top episode. It was on spike proteins because <laughs> she's a brave lady speaking mm-hmm. about things that other people are shying away from and obviously mm-hmm. got that great example from her dad, Dr. Isaac. That's been, you know, such a beacon of light for all of us and it's wonderful to see you like trailblazing right there on your own as well now it's been a very interesting year in the clinic and by the time this goes out it's probably going to be about in november interesting Mm -hmm. year in the clinic we've been seeing lots of things we've never seen before all sorts of um yeah people getting covid once twice some people three or four Mm -hmm. times uh it's been pretty interesting to treat what has your experience been yeah, what a year. <laughs> what a couple of years, like what a few years it's mm. been. But this year, you are right. It has, it, well, it's been good because I've been out, I've had a lot of experience. Obviously, as homeopaths, we don't treat or prevent COVID, but managing people through their illnesses. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I've been managing a lot of people through their viral loading in terms of managing, <laughs> in terms of managing viruses, one in particular. It's been, um, I found that actually the blends worked the best. So it's always really good. I'm very classically trained. Oh, God, my dad's going to hear this now. I'm very (laughs) classically trained. So I always will go for a single remedy that we all love, the Simplex, you know, the Similimum, always Mm. love that. But I really found with COVID itself in the actual management of the acute symptoms, I really had a lot better response to actually a blend, like the more French way of doing it. So the complexes. And just to name my top remedies, I would say, um, that I found worked the best in, in combo was definitely Bryonia. And I was going, by the way, I was going pretty like 200s, but then going straight to 1Ms with a lot mm. of people. So I was usually doing a combo of Bryonia, uh, Rustox, Aconite, Belladonna, uh, Drosera, Hepsulf. I was going a bit crazy. And then I would put homeopathic penicillin in it, which is one of the Sanum products because Yes, it's a virus, but the homeopathic penicillins, I actually love this product. It's called Nodakel by Sanum. It is brilliant. And I I don't always take it on its own, but I add it into blends when mm-hmm. something's getting a little bit tricky. Or I'm seeing it go to the lungs. So if I'm and that was the big problem with the like, look, let's be real. I think most of us had uh, COVID and we all sort of got through it and went, Oh, it wasn't as terrible as as you know, we assumed it should be. But then in saying that, look, I never take away from the people who did not do well and obviously passed away, you know, having it. So, but majority of us got through it pretty well. So yeah, I found the complex was the best. I'd always put penicillin in to stop it going deeper. So it doesn't go to that pneumonia and end up in hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also, also put in Vaselinum 10M. I'm one of my favorite remedies. Love this remedy. Sometimes 1M. I was still doing individual prescribing as in if it was a little baby or if it was someone with a lot of pathology, I might not do it as, you know, strong. I might just go a 200, but it, I did, you know, match people's sensitivities as well. Mm. But definitely I found the best line of to stop it going to the lungs and everyone who had it got through it. But I have to say <laughs> everyone who had it and did not take a lot of Panadol and Nurofen got through it very quickly. 
everyone who was advised to go home and alternate Panadol and Nurofen every four hours, were, in, instead of being sick for a week or so, was sick for weeks. Mm. I think, this is a little controversial, they weren't like this, I think Panadol and Nurofen absolutely turned a very simple virus in a, into a very dangerous virus. That level of suppression that I would see because we, we all love, we love fevers, don't we? Like fevers are good. Mm. It's just a sign that your immune system, your vital force is, is going, Oh, we better burn this out. We better heat the body up, sweat this pathogen out. Uh, so if you start suppressing that from the very beginning and don't let your body sweat out this pathogen, mm-hmm. you're going to be sick for a very, very long time. So I found that as soon as people got straight into the homeopathics, particularly with like the bryonia, um, you know, the Ars Alb, of course, Ars Alb, fabulous remedy, Ars Alb, Bryonia, the real headachey, the chills, the fever remedies, they tended not to take any painkillers uh, or suppressive medications and just got through it within a few days. And, yeah, so I really think, unfortunately, it was a, a virus that should have been a lot more simple that was just suppressed so deeply with with these drugs that normally are not such bad drugs, you know. Mm. Um, there's a lot worse drugs out there side effects wise, but in this case, they were just very damaging. So yeah, it was it's been a very interesting one. So that was for the acute treatment. Um post viral has been a whole nother thing, as you would know. Mm. Uh I have found the most effective remedy for homeopathic remedy, because obviously I use a lot of supplements. I'm one of these mm. homeopaths who love supplements. I absolutely mm. love them. Um, the right supplements that is so, but with, uh, the remedy that I found has just been shifting, absolutely knocking it out is, uh, oh God, am I allowed to say this? Is C, I'll just say CVDLT. So it's a potency of a virus. Let's just yeah. say that. In a one of a potency. Virus. It's a popular <laughs> virus we all like to contract, especially when we go on planes. So it's, yeah. So that was that remedy. So, a no so so that mm. actual giving a potency of it and i use the dlt which i guess you can translate what that is okay. i use the dlt <laughs> i found it better than the omni and all the other ones okay. um more effective probably because it's the stronger strain but by giving a potency of that it just shifted it out so people get that real you know fatigue malaise it's almost like they just slip into chronic fatigue long covid mm. call it what you want to but it's like chronic fatigue but with more respiratory distress and that remedy just shifts it off because one thing i've really seen what i feel clinically is there's certain uh, you know it's the vibration of the the virus that's the problem it's not the the pathogen the molecules you know anymore Because the body clears them out, you know, when you're testing, you're no longer testing positive because there's no active sort of antibodies enough to be giving it a positive test. Mm. But that doesn't mean the vibration of that that virus is not wreaking havoc with your vital force. And your vital force is what gets you healthy or unwell. So people are doing all this great NAC and, and, you know, vitamin D and all these great supplements, but still having that, you know, really heavy energy holding on. And particularly causing a lot of anxiety as well and causing mm, a lot and of depression and depression. Mm. Yes, it really, mm. that's why us, isn't it funny? I'm going to sidetrack for one second, but I will come back. Isn't it funny that us, our was really the GE or genus epidemicus for anyone who doesn't know homeopathy that well. We have these genus epidemicus, which is like the one remedy that fits a very common disease very well. Mm. So us, our was the GE for this 
this disease. Would you agree? I think it was yeah, around absolutely. the world. Yeah. And us, our, as people might know, is one of our biggest anxiety remedies. Mm-hmm. And most people who got um, COVID got really bad anxiety or it ramped up their existing, pre-existing mm-hmm. or dormant anxiety. It sent it through the roof. And I don't think the media obviously helped that either. But it really, it's funny that the GE is such a big, like I use more us, our, for anxiety than I do for, you know, gut stuff kind of thing. So yeah. I use it more mentally emotional than I do do physical. So, mm. yeah, there was definitely that big, big picture. But I thought that's interesting. We should have maybe been taking it, it prophylactically. <laughs> mm, I think some people were taking it prophylactically. In and, India yeah. they did, yeah. Yeah, in India they did. Hey, but they it's, one. Yeah, so, but it was a great remedy, you know, especially with the trills. But, yes, going back to the the post-viral, it was, yeah, that's why I think the potency, the no-so. So I was doing a 1M usually just twice a week for about four weeks, sometimes Mm. once a week, depending on when people were coming to see me. But the problem was you really can see this very uh, sort of clear shift between people who are vaccinated that have had COVID and people who are unvaccinated or, you know, um, Mm. preventing it in other ways. Mm. (laughs) Not that there's any of that out there. And so people who, you know, were getting the jab and then getting COVID a few days later or, or a week later, I feel like they were really struggling to slip out of it. So, you know, and, we'll, uh, and I definitely want to talk about um, the vaccine reactions because that's the other side that I've been treating a lot of. I do definitely treat a lot of the uh, of post-COVID, you know, syndrome, so the long COVID, if you want to call it that. But I also treat a lot of the COVID vaccine reactions and people are coming to me thinking that they're having a post-COVID reaction but when I take their case the the actual symptoms the these fatigue the restress the heart stuff oh my gosh I've never treated so much heart in my life the heart stuff in young people it actually started with the vaccine but sometimes people it the COVID triggered it off even worse. So yeah. it's a bit of a chicken and an egg. So mm. I find that if you had the vaccine and maybe multiple doses of it and then you had COVID, it really ramped it up a lot. So mm. um, that's – and, look, I'm not – this is not an anti-vax slur. This is not anything – you know, my husband's vaccinated. I've got mm. half my family are vaccinated. My friends are vaccinated. So – you know, I, res- I totally respect. I'm very pro-choice. I'm like, mm-hmm. you can put into your body what you want to put in. Yeah. Just don't ever tell me or my children what to put into their bodies. So, I, you know, I have a lot of my family and friends, a lot of respect for people's choices. Mm-hmm. But all I can say is what I see clinically. And exactly. what I see clinically is like all people can react to drugs and medications and, and diseases and even foods and and pollen we react to things we all react very differently Mm. so you there's no denying that some people have reacted pretty terribly to to these vaccines and Mm. luckily though homeopathy has a pretty powerful way of clearing this Mm, it really has I wonder Leia do you mind if I just quickly wanted to add a couple of things before we go into uh, the responses to the the shot itself but you know, interestingly, I've been using the Narayani removal of entities a lot. Wow. I don't know if you've heard of that remedy. No, after, I haven't. That's after amazing, people though. have had COVID, because I've had clients that have never had depression in their life suddenly yeah, be wow. in such a depressed state since they've had COVID. And that we give them this removal of entities remedy and they will text me like within 24 hours saying something has lifted off me. I feel like myself again. 
Isn't that interesting? You know, what's and the thing the is actual, like what actually is it? Can I ask? What, yeah, what's, yeah, you can. Um, so and on episode 60 of the podcast, and I know okay, because good know. you and Namisha's episodes and Namisha Parekh talked about Narayana Rebbe, it's your two were the top two all-time Ooh. episodes on my show. <laughs> so yeah, remember right. hers off a hard series, episode 60. And the um that was uh Narayani who was the Sw- Swami Narayani in South Africa and she would do these meditations and things so that was actually from what I understand like a meditation that was sort of wow. uh, like okay. an intention setting that was done into the water that the remedy is made from very but dynamic do you know the okay. thing is that I like I'm the unprejudiced observer mm-hmm. I couldn't make this stuff up if I tried no, these true. are people who I yeah. give a remedy to and they tell me that this is the stuff that's happening to them so mm. like that's true how like I couldn't I couldn't make it up if I tried. And then repeatedly mm. over and over, people are saying, I've had this lifted off me. And the other thing is I've just I've re-listened to a lecture that I actually forgotten about that Manny, Luke, and Misha Norland did together. And okay. Misha actually said the AIDS knows though, he has found really helpful for people who keep on relapsing and keep on getting COVID. Um, and if you think of AIDS and you know, just that dirty outcast type feeling, mm. how many of us have actually felt that way, especially if we haven't been vaccinated, that you know, we feel like outcasts, we feel like second class citizens, like we're dirty in some sort of way. And I was like, yeah. wow, that's really interesting. It's, so- it, yeah, it's so interesting how mm. the media and our governments created a whole different it well, not a different, but they created a symptom picture. Like they gave this disease a, another mm. symptom. Which is shame and and you know lack of freedom. It's it's amazing how it can happen. The power yeah. of placebo. <laughs> it's a, it's fasc- it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, if you are like us homeopaths who are fascinated by human behavior and humans and mm. what makes them act and what makes why they do what they do, this whole COVID experiment has just been fa- absolutely fascinating. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. amazing. I remember one remedy that uh, Kate Kate Lambrick, my colleague mm. who I work with in the clinic. She was giving Falcon 1M at one stage when we were all locked down and everyone was getting so anxious about just being, you know, because Melbourne, oh my gosh, we were, we were just, you guys had a tough, we were the longest lockdown in the world. And in the world, I was like, that just is ridiculous. It's like shocking to hear it. Yeah. We were just locked down for months and months Mm. ongoing. And yes, we were giving people Falcon 1M and they were just like, wow, feeling this. Because you know Falcon's all about being trapped and caged and the peregrine it's amazing. Falcon. Uh, the, yes, yeah. yeah amazing. So it's amazing the remedies that have kind of come out from this. I know so well, great. I have to tell you something else. I I can't recall mm. if I actually mentioned this to you in your podcast. I have uh, in your previous episode on twenty three. Yeah. But uh, death's head hawk moth is one of the remedies we prescribe oh, wow. a lot because the okay. the feeling in death's head hawk moth is that sh- feeling. A delusion she's being forced to do something against her will yeah, and it's quite a okay. deep dark remedy but also death's head hawk moth is also the moth that is over the mouth on silence of the lambs if you go look oh, at the silence of the oh, lamb poster you're right <laughs> and in the the oh, novavax vaccine was made with moth cells no how interesting <laughs> oh my god i'm writing that one down yeah that death's is head hawk moth amazing, was another amazing link? one Mm. love I love the linking yeah okay and thank yeah. god for homeopathy because it really we have never been uh, well I know I've never been this busy from people oh, who have yeah. never even used homeopathy mm. before desperate to get better um, mm. because they're just not getting better with the other conventional treatments mm. and homeopathy because the nature of these this disease it's a virus so virus is a lot more dynamic than say a bacteria in its nature 
in what it affects. And, and the same with the vaccines. They're a much different vaccine to the, the old school protein based ones. So mm. I think this, this whole pandemic in its disease and in its, you know, quote unquote treatment, mm. um, really needed a dynamic medicine to be able to balance it and clear it. And well, hello. We're pretty dynamic. <laughs> pretty we're pretty dynamic. we're pretty dynamic. So it's yeah, it's been a blessing. It's been so good to to be able to watch people get because I'm getting so many young people coming, as you know, with heart conditions mm. post Pfizer. And um, you know, it's horrible to see people so active and running around and sporty. And I swear it's like these healthy, amazing, active people that just get absolutely flawed and mm. everyone that every test is saying, Oh, they're fine, they're fine, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm. And they're coming to me with like nothing, no energy. And being able to give these remedies and within one month seeing people just turn around and say, Oh no, I'm fine. That symptom's gone. That's gone. Oh yeah, no, I'm not having any. It's mm. amazing. And that mm. is just homeopathy. I do a little bit of heart, you know, support, a little bit of supplementary support to get the physical terrain strong again because it's had a bit of a knock to it but mm. it, I think it's really the the dynamic medicines that are shifting things and, and moving things out of the way that should not be there mm, exactly now the vaccine reactions we've seen all sorts mm. of different things mm-hmm. and you know there's the shingles uh, shingles seems to be going around at the moment which yes. I think is just a side effect of the shot but uh, you know there's things even much worse than that um, I've, I've had a few clients as well that's you know, I've just had such bad reactions. And then uh, anyway, mm. how, how have you treated it in clinic? Yeah, so I am a pretty, I, like I would say I'm a very simple um, like causative prescriber. Is that, what would you say, causation? I love to use a lot of isopathy. So, so you know, medicines made from the exact thing, mm, i.e. I a do vaccine. as well. I love to use no, like no sodes, so, mm. you know, bowel no sodes. I really like to say, What's happening? Let's try and clear out these blockages and then I'll go to your constitutional. Now, some people find constitutional is a nice way to get the body going, but I, I love, um, Maury's stuff. So I do love drainage and I, and I love the idea of giving, you know, low potencies to really help support the physical body. But I have found with, so yes, unfortunately, I have seen so many reactions. Now, that is something that I do kind of, tend to specialize in a little bit or I don't know if you say specialize I just see a lot a lot of people come to me with these things I'm like oh I think I'm specializing in this now so (laughs) I do see a lot of vaccine reactions I always have so vaccine reactions are not new to me at all just not in such an older group because I've been treating childhood vaccine reactions for since the beginning of my career since I graduated Mm. and I ran my dad's clinic for 10 years so I got to witness that also and see see how dad treated uh, mm. vaccine damaged children for years so vaccine damage is no shock it's been around and it will continue to be around until there's no until there's no longer vaccines which will probably mm. never be mm. so you know and we've been managing them but these reactions was just seen on such a large scale because they forced everyone to, well try to force mm. i should say tried their best to force everyone to get them and majority of people got them. So, you know, we've been out. That's why we're probably very busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you know, and I, I always like to say, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm very pro-choice. So it's not against anyone who's listening to this who's had a vaccine. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this to frighten you or to say you shouldn't have got it. You've got to do whatever sits best with you. But uh, in terms of people who have reacted, yeah, it's really important that everyone knows that there's so much stuff out there to clear them. 
You know, you don't have to be living in this, you know, post-vaccine syndrome that everyone's going into in this and you don't, your health doesn't have to be lowered. It can be bounced right back. Mm. So the first, very first thing that we did um, after everyone had their vaccines and what I really encouraged everyone to do was to do the clearing from the day of the vaccine. So that's what we were doing. And the remedies we use, there was a series of remedies we used. <laughs> Feel free to contact me directly if you ever want to know that. It's not something that I should say, um, but let's just say they were similar to isopathy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Isopathic in nature, I'll say that. Yeah. But, yes, it's, I, I, you know, they're not necessarily remedies that people would appreciate. Not everyone would appreciate these remedies. Mm. So, but we used a series of remedies to help clear out the specific vaccine. So each vaccine had its own, let's just say a combo of remedies that mm. worked and it was phenomenal. So we used the boothus, which I had originally chatted about. Yeah. And that was to clear the spike protein. So we used the boothus 3200. So that's boothus Australia. So the potency of scorpion, mm. um, which was amazing. A lot of people had great relief from their, their acute symptoms. So when first getting it, so like the weird menstrual stuff, the headaches, you know, the cramping, there was a lot of, there was a bit of a, a picture of just symptoms when people first had it feeling pretty crappy, a bit tired. Mm. That's all fine. But it was the the aftermath of the people who are sensitive because only a sensitive person is going to react to it. That's why so many people got it and were like, oh, no, I feel fine, mm. totally fine, and we, we pray that they will stay totally fine. But a lot of people, unfortunately, are sensitive and there's a lot of ingredients in these vaccines. It's not like, oh, it's just a Pfizer drop, you know. Mm. What goes into a vaccine is many ingredients. Mm. And so, of course, there's going to be people who are allergic or sensitive to a particular ingredient. Mm. And so some people went into horrible reactions. So uh, without going to, of, of all the vaccines, probably the, the most common one that I treated was the Pfizer. Now, maybe that's because it was the most common one out there. I haven't actually treated a Novavax reaction yet. I'm sure they're out there, mm. but I personally haven't. Astra, I've had quite a few uh, at the beginning and Moderna, maybe just one or two. But certainly with the Pfizer, I did really see a lot of people, unfortunately, starting to get quite unwell afterwards. So, mm. and I will say I've had a few cases now where the doctors, the specialists have actually written post Pfizer pots or whatever the symptom is in their their reports so they're starting to admit it which is great wow. to have it on paper and i'm keeping them mm, <laughs> um, but it's yeah so they're actually writing post pfizer and the condition that's been occurred so it's no you know it's i can say this and this is why i can talk about this there's no hiding vaccine damage it's mm. everywhere and mm. the government will admit to it too everyone admits to it the vaccine mm. manufacturers they just say, well, they always go risk benefit and they say, well, only if a few people die or get sick, well, at least we're saving the masses. Now, that's fine if, you, if you're if you happy to be like that. <laughs> I'm not going to risk that myself. That helps you to sleep at night. Huh? Yeah, I'm maybe a bit more selfish. I'm like, sorry, I don't want to <laughs> risk myself for people I don't know. No, that's terrible. But I'm like, yeah, if that, whatever, whatever works for you really. But yeah, so there is, so we can talk about the, the, um, we can't always say exactly what remedies and where we get those remedies from, but yeah. we certainly can, uh, everyone can admit that this vaccine has killed people and has permanently damaged people mm. and potentially 
the potential, well, we don't know yet, do we? So we will find out, watch this space. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so what I was doing is essentially the day of the jab, I was getting people to do a one-month protocol mm. every day, taking a different remedy and, and ascending up in potency. And people did beautifully, mm. absolutely beautifully. I then, and they did it after every single jab, and I will say not a single person, and there was quite a few, who did that protocol, not a single person ended up with long-lasting reactions. I've never had to treat anyone. But that same protocol I've used uh, with people who have come to me months after, now even longer, you know, with damage, who was, who were, you know, somehow find their way through chiropractors and mm. naturopath, you know, if people just sort of trickle down to the homeopath. We're like yeah. at the bottom, <laughs> but they find us eventually. Uh, they trickle down. They're like, oh, I'll go see a homeopath. So they have actually eventually found us and doing just that one month protocol. In most people, at least 80% of their symptoms gone, Amazing. absolutely gone. And I was like, the power of isopathy. So, yeah, so I mm. um, have been feeling so blessed that these remedies are working. I'm like, oh, thank God, because it's it's such a nice – and people, you know, were putting pregnancy, like fertility on hold. They were putting life mm. – well, they had to put life on hold, you know. Um, I, had a, I had a person who worked in a hospital who took a long time to get to me, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and he finally, you know, had to admit it, and the do- his colleagues had to admit it, and – Yes, we managed in one month to get him almost back on track and he walked down the aisle and it's all good. So wow. it was, yeah, and a few people who, like, it's a, as you've probably seen, it's, it's amazing the turnaround. So mm. it is definitely not something, but it, you do need to shift it at a energetic level. And the one thing I will say I am going to start recommending, and I, I've been able to watch my husband, so he's my little guinea pig, <laughs> sad, as, sad as that makes me, but... <laughs> He started, he found that a lot of his friends and colleagues started getting their boosters, their third mm. shot. And all of a sudden he started getting all these heart conditions. He had two shots of Pfizer to, to, um, keep his job mm. and, uh, well, to keep our, yeah, keep his shop going. And so they ended up, um, when everyone was starting to get these boosters, he started to get all this spike protein flaring. And I was like, Oh no. So I made him do the whole month again. And he even had where the injections was, he had these very strange bruises, like what basically the lymph nodes were bruising and coming to the surface. Oh, wow. And when he got COVID, of course he got COVID, like every vaccinated person does. <laughs> yeah. When he got and unvaccinated, we all get it. It's just a virus. We well, all get the I feel like we all I get feel it. like that one person that doesn't get the joke. You know, if you're in a room full of people, someone tells a joke, everyone laughs, and there's that one person that's not <laughs> laughing because they don't get it. I'm that person. Are I still you have that had person? It. Good I'm on that you. person. Well, then who? I also say who knows because we might have had it years ago. And you know what? Who knows? Yeah. Coronavirus, the actual virus, is very old and common. So mm. you could have been past antibodies from your grandmother. You know, who maybe. Knows? Yeah. Like, my fam- my my husband and kids have all had it. I think I'm just too busy like helping everyone else. I don't have time. Well, to your do remedies <laughs> are just too good, maybe. But that's what but I also it. think. I think the frequency of just being around it all is maybe. I I don't yeah. know. I'll, I probably jinx my myself daughter- now. My, <laughs> I'm knocking on wood for you right now. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter didn't get it. So we, we did that classic thing where we're like, oh, haven't traveled in two years. Let's go fly on a plane. And of course, yeah. my husband caught it on the plane. I was like, Oh gosh, why? And why am I traveling with this man? And so <laughs> we all got it, but you know, I was very blessed. I, I hate to say it because I treat so many people who have these horrible cases, but like they're sick for weeks and can't get out of bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a headache. 
took Bryonia and was fine. <laughs> um, but my daughter didn't get it at all. She was in a hotel room with us. Mm. So some people are just never going to get it like every disease. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And we've probably got, you know, immunity in some in all these fabulous ways. Mm. Or, you know, we're just not as sensitive to that particular strain. So, yeah, yeah good on you for not getting it. But uh, um, I had to laugh. <laughs> Have you heard of that TEETH acronym? Tried everything else, try homeopathy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Why not, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But no, so what I've been doing, going back to my husband getting this flare up, I've been making him redo, I did redid the whole one month. Mm. So I've realized that I think we're going to have to, so anyone who's had the vaccine is going to have to do that protocol, the detox, whatever, whichever way your homeopath has given it to you. And I would say Mm. we've all got very similar remedies. Mm. Um, Same, same, but different. But yeah, but different. They, they yeah. were sort of, but they usually have the at least a common ingredient in them, <laughs> and um, which are not probably not meant to have common ingredient in them. And I think everyone needs to repeat it every year, mm-hmm. uh, just to do wh- whether it's you know I do you know thirty C two hundred one M ten M. I don't muck around with this one. Mm-hmm. So normally when people are having like childhood vaccines, I do a potency of say MMR vaccine. Yeah. And I'll give it in a 30C two hours after the little kitty jab and then twice a week for two weeks. And I just Mm. leave it at that. And that's normally all I need. If I see a reaction, then I go, I keep going up 200, Mm. 1M, 10 and very, very, um, cease therapy type, but I individualize it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but with this one, I didn't muck around waiting Mm. to see. I just went all the way up and, and left it at that. And I did find that. With a, and, it, and it does go deep. You know, we're talking very dynamic DNA and, and RNA. It's very dynamic in its nature. Mm. It vibrates at a very different level to uh, a bone or mm. to, you know, it's, it's very dynamic. So you need, I found that in a lot of people, it wasn't until they uh, got to the 10 M's and the 1 M's that they started to feel it lifting and yeah. their very real physical symptoms stopped. Mm. Like there was one guy who at the very beginning with, I think, Astra, uh, and that was really when I went, oh, my gosh, this is powerful stuff. Uh, he had It had switched on a gene of rheumatoid arthritis. So he was in agonizing pain joints. Mm. And I'm pretty, is it, is it Dexam? Mira it's is like what they often use for um, rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid, yeah. mm. It's like a chemo drug, essentially, mm. and very dangerous drug and very strong. And, and look, chemo drugs are amazing if you have something, you know, like cancer that needs to be actually wiped out. And we also have remedies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he went, they basically said, oh, you know, looks like you've got rheumatoid arthritis. He's like, I don't have rheumatoid arthritis. He goes, I've just had a funny reaction to since I've had this vaccine and now mm. I can't even walk up the hill. Mm. And uh, I thought, okay, let's let's do it. I just got my remedies. I was very excited. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can try them on somebody. And so we went through all the potencies, cured. absolutely gone like it switched off the gene because he got sent to me from a a fabulous um chiropractor up in mount macedon and i said no no let's not take that drug let's just wait a minute (laughs) see what we can do let's do a little clearing Mm. and then we'll come back and return and that by giving him the potencies (laughs) Mm. certain potencies it was cleared and i was like wow and he was wow he was Mm. like gosh i thought i was going to have to basically be on these drugs for the rest of my life and in the course of a month gone so they are powerful so if anyone you know has got had these reactions contact your homeopath because Mm. we've all been i would say every homeopath's doing it now 
and I would say every homeopath's getting pretty good reactions. Yeah, results. So, um, before the vaccine came out, there were so many homeopaths. I know in, in, in our professional groups that would say, oh, no, you know, homeopathy, like this is too far for homeopathy. It's DNA stuff. It's changing the DNA. We can't change it back once you've done that. You know, I don't know how much homeopathy is going to be able to help. Mm. There were so many homeopaths that really? were so, yeah, that was so skeptical. And um, <laughs> it was really interesting to see. It's funny the doubt that they put in it their mind. It was funny the doubt that they had in I their was house. excited. I was like, I can't yeah, wait to try Homeopathy this. is so much more. It's energy <laughs> oh. medicine. It's so much it's, more powerful than yeah definitely i actually mm. use the remedy made from dna and rna um in a oh, few yes, like mixes that. that i okay. use as well and um yeah that was very interesting we've got we've just got so many tools like that's oh my gosh you know I, too many sometimes that's too what many gets overwhelming. yeah that's absolutely. why i like you do have to just keep it simple don't mm. you because there's so many available and and when you hear like hearing all these remedies you're saying I'm like oh I'm going to get them in but then you've just got to stick with what works with you because energetically you're mm. going to be vibrating even homeopaths vibrate at a different level so there's Absolutely. some remedies that are we're going to feel more drawn to mm. but at the end of the day and this is oh this is what makes homeopathy so tricky sometimes they all work I'm That's like, what oh, that is literally exactly <laughs> what I feel. It's almost it's, annoying. <laughs> it is. It but really amazing. is. It's a blessing. Yeah, I, mm. I feel so much of it. Sometimes it's the intention behind it because I feel like you can. Oh yeah. You can if you could somehow clone like ten people and then give them different remedies. I think all of them will do good, like to a point, mm. as long as the homeopath that they spoke to have you know they've built that good rapport they've gotten these symptoms mm. and there's a remedy that on some level you could justify would fit this person yeah, <laughs> That's why, 100%. yeah that whole experience of speaking 100%. to your homeopath is so healing in itself it, i just it, had well, a text they, just this week saying i feel so much better after speaking with you and she hasn't even got her remedies yet you know, oh i just, love that yeah that's always well nice. you know they they did the research and it, the placebo effect is 30 percent. and look that was a mm. long time ago this one, i remember hearing that it's funny what you remember from uni I remember hearing that from uni, 30% of your mm. work of getting better is actually from your mind is a placebo. And that's with all medicines mm. across the board. So it is powerful. Like that, in that rapport and that mm. energetic exchange is powerful. And I think that's what a lot of people have struggled with doing Zooms and, and phone, like from being in lockdown for so long. And mm. I know that there's some cases that I didn't, Oh, so those cases that you you wake up thinking about at night <laughs> that I just didn't cure. Oh, I said the word cure. There we go. Uh, that I just didn't cure because I do cure as much as the TGA doesn't want me to say that. Mm. Um, because I think it was, I didn't get to meet them. I didn't mm. get to sit across from them and get a feeling, uh, you know, that it's, yeah, it was, there was some cases I would like to just come here, but it's yeah. also a blessing to be able to treat all over Australia, all over the world, you know, mm. with our, with our remedies, but there are a couple that I thought, yes, if I think if I would have had them sitting next to me, crying in front of me, mm. <laughs> me trying not to cry from their yeah. story being so <laughs> intense. Um, I know I've got this like FOSS thing. I'm like, oh, I should take FOSS before every case. I know. Burnix um, is another good one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's always a trick. I've got, I'm going so off topic. You get those cases and the story's just so moving and mm. really touches your heart. And you just think, I just want to cry with this person. But of course you don't quite unprofessional. I know some homeopaths say they do, but 
I don't know. I'm a Capricorn. I think no, no. Just, you know, hand <laughs> well, I tish- always say hand I'm, a tissue. <laughs> I'm never happy in a consult unless somebody's cried, preferably the client <laughs> and not me. <laughs> um, because because yeah. when it, when clients start tearing up in a, in a consult, mm. they often will apologize, and then I'll tell them no. this little joke, and then you know that will kind of like just make it a little bit lighthearted. But yeah, the only time I ever cried in a consultation and not the client was when she told me this horrible the most horrible horrific birth story i've ever Ooh. heard basically of her the doctors uh saying that they're going to call the child protection services if oh. she doesn't allow them to give this child this vaccine and oh, formula gosh. she wanted to breastfeed and they were like no he has to have formula they wouldn't even let her have a try and just risked calling um this the child services and they just did the most the most horrible things and like years later she was still in massive post-traumatic yeah. stress and i just like burst out crying like i was oh. thinking how in australia mm. how like what oh, type of australia. person gosh, yeah it was terrible. australia like what type of person would do yeah. that to a mother who's just had already a traumatic birth and then all this. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we covered remedies for um, post well, you know, but basically we can help you whether mm-hmm. it's COVID that you have or reaction to the COVID jab, any, mm-hmm. anything we have remedies that can help you. What I mean, we what's the message you. that you want people to get out of? out of today no that's that's really it as well Mm -hmm. like you know I am such a big believer obviously in preventative health so I think you know what my dad always says um is that you know our med our current medical system is a disease management system Mm -hmm. whereas natural medicine we want to make a health creation system Mm -hmm. so we are all about creating health rather than managing disease so the biggest thing with with all of this, and it's a shame it didn't, you know, we weren't able to like really put this out there, mm. is that if everyone was like looking after their health, then we all got through it. But for people who had to get the vaccines or chose to get the vaccines mm. or wanted to get them, but has, you know, become unwell or even not even unwell, but just doesn't quite feel themselves or feels like their health has gone down a bit, there is amazing, mm. simple, inexpensive remedies out there. Um, you know, supplements, unfortunately, as powerful and beautiful as they are, can be quite expensive. Mm. So not everyone can afford to get, you know, amazing NAC and all these different supplements, but homeopathics are very inexpensive. And so, you know, and their, their shelf life is amazing and they can, mm. oh, they can last for years and treat the whole family. You know what I mean? So yeah, there really is something there. You know, it's a bit taboo to talk about and, and there is the shame of, having COVID or a lot of people were felt ashamed to get the vaccine because they didn't want to get it. Mm, so there is mm. this funny shame thing around the disease and the vaccine and everything mm. um, or even not getting it or getting it. Mm. So there is definitely something there to help you. And it's actually a lot more simpler than you probably think. Mm. And mm. I was chatting with somebody today and, you know, my feeling is that if you want to talk about freedom, what, what true freedom means, I think true freedom for me is to be healthy. Like if oh, you are yeah. uh, if you are sick, if you're unwell, if you're stuck to having to take medication every day or you don't have mm. good energy during the day because you're unwell or you have a pain somewhere that's bothering you or you can't eat certain foods at a beautiful occasion mm. because you know you'll have to run to the bathroom. Like that's not freedom. But freedom, mm. like freedom is when you are truly healthy and in charge of your own health. And that means not not have, having to go to a practice like having to go to a doctor every three months to get a script for your drug that's not freedom you're tied mm. into that 
having a homeopathic remedy that you can take in your own time and your own space to keep you healthy and strong, like that to me is true freedom. And I hope that out of, I mean, I think so much good has come out of COVID. I think a lot of mm. people have woken up that wouldn't otherwise have woken up. Um, we have found, you know, better ways of doing things like Zoom is now just acceptable. It's really funny. My husband started a new job just before COVID hit and his boss said, there's no way you're working from home next week lockdown and he had worked from home ever since he's now working with me so it's not a problem but that was you know just that people could expand their mind oh yeah you can actually do this from home you don't need to travel yeah. 100 kilometers a day um and then people now wanting to find better solutions for their health they don't want to be tied to the drugs they want to know how they can help themselves the, the other thing that COVID was great for us you couldn't physically go into a doctor's office you had to go telehealth mm. you mm -hmm. couldn't often go into the it was too a lot of parents didn't want to take their kids to the hospital because you'd have to mask up, you'd have to show papers, all these things. So people are like, I don't want to do that. How can I help myself at home? How can I treat myself at home? So I don't have to go and mask up and make my child experience all these people with masks and things all around them and all this fear and hysteria. Yeah. Well, that's where homeopathy yeah. comes in. You know, empower yourself at home to use these remedies. Yes. And a little homeopathic first aid kit mm. is just how amazing have they been for so treating amazing. And yes. most of the particularly with COVID, most of those remedies that we used are in a basic first in aid kit that, kit that all homeopaths offer. So Absolutely. it was, it is. And what you said, that was beautifully said. I think freedom, uh, like health equals freedom. It really does. Yeah, and before it was very I well forget, said. you gave mm. us a, like a recipe for a persistent cough mix in episode oh, yeah. 23. Sounds and very similar to my COVID. Yeah, there's <laughs> the bacillinum and the penicillin. The other one yeah. you had, I think, pulsatilin things. But just literally this week, I'm like, I, I was tired and I'm like, my son's got a cough. I'm like, that's it. I'm giving you Leia's remedy and it worked. My son's like, oh, yes, mommy, good. that was so good. I just took yeah. it away. So I just had to tell you, like, of huge course. kudos for you. That it's... I know my blends. I'm so cheeky. I'm and like, I did. Just, oh, I love blends. They work blends. so beautifully. I love they blends. work so beautifully. Mm. I think we were too taught and you've got to go for the simplex and, you know, find the remedy. It's almost like, the way I was taught is like lazy prescribing. Exactly. But it's not. the. Some things are very dynamic and you need a couple of, you know, mm. little and tweaks from here and there to there's work. There's intention mm. that goes into creating those blends because I have actually created 70 blends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I we use, are blend buddies. We, we are. And I like to use <laughs> a, lot a lot of, of blends. Because I've got some naturopathic <laughs> training as well. So I, yeah. I will use herbs but in homeopathic potency. So I've got like a brain memory mix and it's got Beautiful. ginkgo and ginseng and and rosemary all in like a 6x potency such a good idea and i say to yeah. my clients put two pillows in your water bottle shake it and drink it throughout the day if you're studying for exams or you know i've got a so stress and brilliant. energy mix it's got ashwagandha mm -hmm. and uh with with lithania and ashwagandha is the same thing hey there's another one that's another oh, one of those herbs those adaptogenic herbs 6x yes, potency okay. put them in a blend Anyway, beautiful. No, that can probably go into another episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, our top blends. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, I think I think blends are great. Leia, is there a final message you want to leave with our listeners and how they can get hold of you or anything else that you want to say before we wrap up? Yeah. So I am about to get very busy with the Health Australia party. So I have to do a little campaign note for myself. <laughs> I will be running in this year's state election for Health Australia Party in the northern metro area because I just think it's not that I want to be spending all day with people in suits who bicker like idiots. Mm. I just absolutely think it is time 
for change and we need to go to that health creation, um, mm. that system, our system. We need to join these systems and we need some mm. initiatives to start jumping in so we can have preventative health and people can put mo- our government can finally, you think this would have taught them, put money into preventative health. So, yes, uh, for all you Victorians watching this, (laughs) Health Australia Party, it's it's something I never thought I would be doing. But, you know, I'm I'm turning 40 next year and I was like, I better put it on the list, you know. Um, So I would do anything to see some change because I want Mm. my kiddies to grow up. I don't want them because they're most likely they're going to go through a pandemic in their life of some Mm. sort. And I would hate for this to happen to them. Mm. So we need to push for change and don't think voting a small party won't do anything because we're never going to get in. It makes a huge difference. So the Health mm. Australia Party is a, is the party to support natural medicine. We're not anti-vax. Of course, you know, when they see my name and other my dad's name, they're like, oh, it must be anti-vax. I'm like, no, no, this is about natural medicine and getting it at the forefront, getting respect and, mm. and getting people to understand the power of preventative medicine as opposed to disease management, which is, mm. you know, we can put a bit of money into us. It would be, make a much happier world. So yes, just going to put that little campaign. Amazing. <laughs> and I, I'm always, I love this saying, if not now, when, and if not yes. you, then who? Also, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So I, you know, I applaud you for, for doing thank that. You. I think it's amazing. Leia. See how and it goes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for, you, you always share so openly, like you're so willing to share your remedies and the ways that you do things. I mean, your dad has that same energy where it's just so open and sharing and giving that whole, you know, expansive mindset that you guys have. Mm. I just absolutely love and we need more of that in homeopathy and more of that (laughs) in the world. So thank you so much for your time. It was wonderful to speak with you. Always love speaking to you as well. Thank you. See ya.